Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. On a Friday morning, Taz of the Moose with you, Zach Gelb filling in for Taz. Hit us up on Twitter at Zach Gelb, at Mark Malusis, at Taz of the Moose as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Mike Bryan across the way. Job well done. Thank you, boys. And John with your updates. As we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, we'll be joined Later on the program uh, by Stephen Jackson, Zach. So look forward to that conversation uh, with the big three. We'll talk about that. Also run around the NBA in terms of as we are all still on Kawhi Watch. No decision as of yet. If you enjoyed your 4th of July, the beach, pool, barbecue, favorite libation or two, fireworks at night, and you're constantly running back to Twitter to see if Kawhi basically had come down from the mount and told us all where he was going to go, Still no decision uh, as of yet. And Chris Carter, who's close to the Kawhi Leonard family, as Zach mentioned last hour, said uh, everyone enjoy their fourth. There will be no decision today. There was no decision yesterday. Now the question is, will there be a decision today? Something you asked me before the start of the show, Zach. Uh, I hope so. Could I see it? The longer it goes, as we discussed last hour, the longer I think Los Angeles has got a shot here, the Lakers, that is, or the Clippers, or just the city of Los Angeles. Um I think we get a decision today, though. I hope so. And if we don't, I hope it's Chris Carter getting to Twitter as soon as possible to say, hey, it's not coming today. Because then you really go down the cesspool that is Twitter where you're refreshing it every two seconds, and then you have these fake accounts putting out information and some bozo in the media. uh, Someone will eventually retweet the fake account. You think there's a contract, and there's not a contract. Chris Carter, do us all a favor because you're very plugged into the Kawhi Leonard family. Send out a text right now and let us know if there's going to be a decision or not today. That would be nice. I would love to see that. I'd love to see that because then you all of a sudden can kind of veg out a little bit. You don't have to be as locked into the Kawhi watch. You can focus in on a little bit of baseball, whatever it might be. You're not kind of having that your attention someplace else where maybe it doesn't need to be. But I don't know if Carter's going to come out. We'll find out if he indeed does do that. That would be, do us all a favor. Or Leonard could just come out and, like, you know, 9 a.m. Eastern time this morning or even 8 a.m. Eastern time this morning while we're on the air and make the announcement that, you know, that he's going to Toronto or the Lakers or the Clippers, wherever it might be. He's so bizarre. I don't know how he's going to announce it because LeBron, you had the decision show. Then you had the 
Which the, he admits the letter, was a mistake, right? Yeah, it was. Um, how did Durant announce it when he went to, to Golden State? I don't remember. Uh, it was the 4th of July. I remember that. I remember. I remember 4th of July, yeah. I remember where I was. I was in the kitchen, and my, I had to go run to the grocery store for my wife for somebody's. We were having people over for a barbecue, and I was, I was, get, I was putting the groceries away. And then I got an alert on my phone that Durant was going to the Golden State Warriors, that he had made his decision. I've, I I don't know, though, how that official announcement came down. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I don't remember it. It might have just been something that was floated out there. But I don't know how he's going to do it. I would imagine it would be, you know, his uncle or somebody issuing a statement, no? Well, if he stays in Toronto, maybe him and Drake come out with his oh, song. Oh, maybe they do. A little, little rap lyric. little connection right That's there. it. Maybe they come out with a little beat, a fresh beat, and Kawhi's staying with the Raptors. If he goes to the Lakers, does LeBron announce it? Because <laughs> LeBron yeah. runs the organization, uh, and if it's the Clippers, they'll probably just give him a, a, an ownership uh, stake in the team, right? Yeah, they might. They might. They He's might. basically then going to run the franchise that, if you're Kawhi. That, that's it. And not only does he hold the, you know his decision, his future, but really kind of the immediate future of the NBA in his hands in terms of the balance of power. Does he go to the Lakers where then it creates a, you know, a super team and the big three out there in Los Angeles and then the Clippers, if he goes there, they're all of a sudden a championship contender out west. And if he remains in Toronto – they're just coming off an NBA championship. He's trying to go back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. I like the weight. I also hate the weight because we saw all these stars sign even before free agency even started 6 p.m. Sunday. And then you have Kawhi, who's on his own little island, and we're waiting to see when he's going to paddle to shore and tell us, all right, here's my, my big decision. Right, but we talk about the stars in the NBA and the drama in the NBA on a day-in, day-out basis, right? It kind of drives the popularity of the league. Why it is Kane momentum and is catching up to the National Football League, someone make the argument why it has surpassed Major League Baseball. But you look at Major League Baseball, next week, All-Star break, right? They're in Cleveland, Ohio. They're going to be, you know, NL All-Star game. There's going to be no significance in terms of home field advantage in the World Series on it, which is rightfully so. You know, the debate rages in terms of who should participate, who shouldn't participate in the home run derby. And we get into the home run rates in Major League Baseball being up. But when you look at the stars of the league, and there's a cavalcade of young stars in the league, the best baseball player in the world is Mike Trout. Agreed. Right? How many times, Zach, you do shows here, you do shows in New York, you do shows in Philly. You know, I do shows in New York, do shows here on CBS Sports Radio in the morning. You know, with Taz on a weekly basis, Monday through Friday. How many times do you get into a conversation about Mike Trout? Unless if there's something that he's done that's a milestone in his career. That's it. And how many milestones can you accomplish this early? And he's been, I get he's been a great player, but in terms of the baseball significance when you're stat chasing, he still has a long ways to go. Right. He, he you, does, you barely talk. Hey, it's baseball in, in general, well, national radio. That's the Unless point. If there's a, a bench clearing brawl or. Um, you know, something that's drama-related, baseball's just not that talked about anymore. Yeah, but why? And I love it. And so do I. We're both huge baseball fans. We grew up around the game. Why do you think that is? Why do you think when you have a guy of Trout's significance, he's the best baseball player in the world. He's the, without a shadow of a doubt, he's the best baseball player in the world. Does have a great personality. He's a huge Philadelphia sports fan, as we do know. Um, you know, grew up down in, in Lower Jersey, right? He's a Millville, modern, New Jersey. In Millville, New yeah. Jersey, right? So um, he is uh, the kind of the modern-day Mickey Mantle. And I get we're on the East Coast and he plays out West, but when you're looking at a player of his significance, his consequence, where you're going to be talking 40 years from now, 
guys that got a chance to talk about Mike Trout are going to be talking about how historic of a player he was, but generates little to no buzz. Why do you think that is? Because there's no reaction from him. He is as boring as boring could be, and also he's only played in three postseason games. We like to see our stars on the biggest stage, and and as great as he is, and you talk about the East Coast, West Coast thing, when it's the playoffs, everyone's watching. And we've only seen him three times in the postseason. So what, 12, 15 at-bats at most? That's true. He, and he's not had those postseason moments. Barry Sanders wasn't a great personality, but we talk about everyone talks about his affinity to run the football and loved his game, loved him at Oklahoma State. Football's different trophy. than baseball, though. How so? Because that pop, you, you, you see it right away. You have to make a big-time investment. To, like Barry Sanders can have a, a factor in every offensive play. Right. For, for Mike Trout, ball's not hit his way. He's not playing a factor. You only see him, you know, All right, once so it's every more three so innings the at game the plate. Than the personality. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, because you look at Trout's personality, you're right. He's he's boring, right? I mean, he doesn't have much of one. He not saying that he's a bad guy. It has nothing to do with that. But he's not looking to draw attention to himself. He's not hopping on social media. He doesn't have hot takes. He's not going on Instagram. He's not telling you where he's partying. He's not doing anything of that, right? So you look at his personality. Then you look at the game. And that's the alarming thing I would look at if I'm Rob Manfred and I'm Major League Baseball. As we get celebrate the All-Star game next week in Cleveland, Ohio, you look at the young stars in the game. And both rosters are you know, have number of guys that are well under the age of 25. They're going to be representing the American League and National League. Glaber Torres just got added at 22 years of age. Ronald Acuna Jr. with the Atlanta Braves. Uh, you know, it's going to be uh, one of the outfielders representing the National League, representing the Braves. Why is it then that baseball is so regionalized and cannot gain a foothold as being a national sport? You know what I think it is now with, um, let's say, people that are 30 and younger. It, it's not necessarily you're watching the games anymore. It's what is going to be that viral social media clip. And a lot of people just follow the games off Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. If you think about it, in football, big tackles go viral. Uh, incredible catches, touchdowns, they go viral. Pick sixes go viral. In the NBA, slam dunks. Or, you know, um, if someone, you know, someone posterizes someone, that stuff goes viral. Uh, hockey in the playoffs, if you have a sick save, that goes viral. In baseball, what goes viral on social media? If a guy robs a home run, how often do we see that? If there's a bat flip, which when you bat flip, people now discourage it some and they don't embrace it in the sport. Or if there's a bench-clearing brawl, I think a lot of it is because of the lack of attention span. And I'm in that category, people 30 and below. Right that people don't want to make the investment of watching a four-hour game and it's slow pace. where if you're at a baseball game now, okay. how many times Moose is someone there? They're not watching. They're at the Shake Shack or, or they're on their phone perusing Twitter, and then it's, oh, a big play happened. Oh, what happened? Oh, let me look at the screen. All right, and to play to that point, if I'm and I'm a huge basket, you know, we, we watch basketball on a nightly basis, you can limit watching NBA basketball to one quarter. Totally fair. I mean, you could. You don't have to be there for the first quarter. You don't have to be there for the second quarter because a lot of times what transpires in the first half is inconsequential to what happens at the end of the game because we've seen it a number of times, Zach, where all you have to do is watch the final 12 minutes of an NBA game because any, anything can happen in that final quarter to where it can undo all the wrong that happened in half number one. But stars do a better job promoting the product and creating their own drama in the NBA compared to baseball, where baseball players, for the most part, 
are in this era, how many great personalities do we have in baseball right now? Yeah, but the NBA seems to embrace the personalities. Yes. Baseball, baseball doesn't. It, it's it's hit or miss. No, I, I think it's more miss than hit. Bryce Harper gets a tremendous amount of pushback for when he steps out and does and that bowing right field. Right, he does that. But even when he is active on, and he, I would probably he say in 2019, he's probably the most distinct personality in baseball right now. Probably. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's really anybody else that would surpass Harper. There might be somebody that's comparable that I'm not thinking about. I think Harper's probably right and, there. And, and you're not wrong on this because. It was a few years ago. Remember when Verlander got screwed out of the Cy Young and they gave it to Porcello? It wasn't the Verlander reaction that went crazy. It was Kate Upton's reaction that went crazy. They no got doubt. everyone buzzing. Well, that's exactly right. And that's where, you know, you look at Major League Baseball, how to behave on the field, and they seem to have reg- not regressed, but they're trying to undo the past in baseball. What I mean by how to act as a baseball player, right? You can't have celebrations on the mound. You can't do a bat flip. You can't be disrespectful. You can't be anything like that. And, and you know, they want, they want athletes and they want their hitters to embrace the bat flip or embrace, let them be them. Right. And that's, that's all well and good. You know, it's almost like a daily dollar short though, because, you know, baseball even though it's extremely profitable and people are watching it and these regional TV contracts are just off the charts and baseball is flush with cash and they've done a good job digitally, you know, for a national perspective, though, in baseball, you care about you. You care about your team. You don't care about everything that's going on. They do a terrible job of selling the product and they do a terrible job of marketing their young stars. And when their stars do step out, it's almost like, no, 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 no. Back in line. You mm-hmm. can't be doing that. And that's why I bring up the Harper example. I'm not saying that Mike Trout's going to say something that's out you know, out of line or say something that's going to grab a tremendous amount of headlines. But Mike Trout is, you know, what is he, 27, 20, 26, 27 years old. I mean, Mike Trout has had an unbelievable historic start to his career. If Mike Trout, if you take the caliber of Mike Trout as a baseball player and stick him into the NFL or stick him into the NBA, Zach, I mean, there would one of be, the biggest stars in the world. There'd be yes, I mean, he'd be one of the legendary stars. He'd be he'd be right there right now with LeBron in terms of most recognizable athletes. And I'll tell you, Mike Trout could probably uh, you know s- step out of his car, walk through Midtown Manhattan, and I think the majority of people would have no idea who the hell he is. I, I think you're right, and I'll show you a perfect example. And I'm someone, as you know, works in sports, you know, understands how great of a player Mike Trout is. Last year I had tickets, Yankees and Angels. Angels were in town. And I go, all right, yeah, I'll go. I want to see Shohei Otani. It never, until I saw Mike Trout in the, uh, you know, on deck circle, I I didn't say, well, I'm going to see Mike Trout play. You were there more to see Otani. Let me see Otani. Oh, Pujols is still on the team. It just didn't click. It didn't process until he was on the on-deck on circle. Now, do you think baseball can do something to rectify this situation, or do you think the problem is inherent? Do you well, think it didn't is Manfred said a few years ago, and he was probably out of line for this, but maybe he's not wrong. If Mike Trout wants us to help him, like, we could help him. But, like, what are you going to do? This guy, he's... He doesn't have a personality. You can't force someone to have a personality. No, you can. But for baseball, isn't it about not necessarily just about Trout, but also marketing your young stars? I mean, but you bring up the great example in terms of the investment, right? I bring up the NBA where you only have to watch the fourth quarter in the regular season. In baseball, that fourth quarter could happen in the third inning, could happen in the sixth inning, could happen in the seventh inning. So 
you have to take the in a 162 game and uh, Major League Baseball regular season the time commitment that you need to have to watch baseball and to be a quote unquote baseball fan is is ridiculous. Yeah, but, so, but what can you I mean, do? I don't. Well, that's my question. My question is in terms of you know you look at the All Star game. They've made some adjustments, made some changes. Everyone digs the offense. They've adjusted with the baseball. Now balls are flying out over the fence at a ridiculous rate to where they've. They've made the home run less special, right? So they've minimized and marginalized the home run where everybody hits home runs. I mean, you don't even have to be a great power hitter now to hit home runs. So they've done that. The up-ticket offense, right? They So they, they think that people want to see nine, eight games. The problem you have now, though, is the problem that we're talking about just inherent with the game is that this game doesn't connect with a young sports fan like the NFL and like the NBA does. And if that's the case, then there's nothing where Rob Manfred and baseball can do that rectify it. I hate All-Star games. I'm just not a fan. But I think the coolest part about the MLB All-Star game is that you get to see some of these stars' personalities because they mic them up and they talk to them in the game. Now, I know players not aren't going to necessarily want to do that in the regular season, but... When you get those guys mic'd I like up, that. and a few years ago, I think it was Harper who said, "Oh, gotta go get this uh, fly ball!" Like in the middle of the interview, it, it was it was fun, and you learned about these guys. You did learn about that. The problem you have is they know they're mic'd up, and to do that on a, a day, day day in day out, you might hear some stuff that you don't want to hear. Fair. That's the other problem. Which, but, but I agree. But, but, hold on. Hey, here's the thing with baseball. How great! Remember when Terry Collins got ejected with the Clayton Kershaw? Uh, Syndergaard yeah. in that game, and Syndergaard threw behind Utley, um, and then Terry Collins got ejected. Two years later, we saw the video surface of Collins mic'd up, and Collins is, you know, our asses, you know, the umpire asses are in the jackpot. He's cursing up a storm. It, it was, was great. great. Everyone was talking about it. And the MLB pulled the video, if memory serves me. I agree with you. They pulled the video. Which should not have been pulled. That should have been something that people were enjoying the moment, hearing the emotion. It's never a bad thing to see and hear the emotion of guys that care deeply, that are participating, that are playing the sport. I think baseball just has to get to a point where they stop trying to figure out ways, how are we going to speed up the game? Because how many times have we gone through this and there's no resolution? There's nothing that makes this game go by an hour quicker, unless if you just have a, a 1-0 pitching duel. Fine. I think they should really hammer out and and just you know come to the realization there's nothing really else we could do to fix up the speed of the game. Let's find a way to make it more entertaining and really market these personalities. And Zach, I think you nailed it. I think you're right. Because as much as we talk about, all right, speeding up the game, then all of a sudden the focus is, well, there's something wrong with our game. No, celebrate the game. Realize you've made the adjustments doing as much as you possibly can. Maybe there'll be a pitch clock, but change the dynamic of the conversation to where you're not talking about what's wrong with the game. You talk about what's great about the game. And think about this as, as well. You do a bat flip. How awesome is it when you see a bat flip and how much reaction does it generate? That player, though, and even though it does create a reaction when someone throws back at the, at the hitter, but that player, if he gets beamed, he may think, all right, maybe I don't do the bat flip next time. That takes away from that excitement and, and the natural reaction. Agree with you. Time right now to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question. Brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com. 
and submit your question. Be listening later on the show where either Zach or myself might answer your question. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you choose the brakes or exact fit for your vehicle. With brands you trust like Brake Best, Brake Best Select, Wagner, Thermo, Quiet O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. So you heard Zach and I discuss it in terms of baseball. Trout, why isn't his star as big as it should be based on how great of a player that he is? And what would you do if you're Major League Baseball here and moving forward? Your final weekend before the All-Star break. You'll get all the festivities next week in Cleveland, Ohio. I want to hear from you at 855-212-4227. Taz of the Moose with you. Gelbin for Taz on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. Ah, yes, that is your number to call. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. If you're on hold, hang in there. We'll get to your calls here momentarily. We do have a little bit of an update, Zach, right? Yeah, I think Chris Carter was listening to us. I think uh, he was. Because he goes on his show, First Things First, and this was the quote. Um, for Kawhi, this is about which organization is going to support his quest to be the best player in the world and get as many championships as possible. To me, the only team that presents that is the Lakers. And then here's the important part. I believe there's going to be an announcement Today, that's from Chris Carter, who is very connected, I think, with Uncle Dennis and the Kawhi Leonard family. Right, he is uh, connected. So, but he did say to me, uh, he thinks it's the Lakers, right? He didn't say for sure he knows it's the Lakers. No, yeah, he said so. th- it was that. That's the team that he thinks presents the the best, uh, qu- you know, quest to get as many championships as possible. Gotcha. And it appears to be his opinion that is a that a decision is coming today too. Yeah, he I didn't have- say he's going to say it today. He says. Right? To me, it, he's going to announce it today. He says, so, I believe there's going yeah. to be an announcement today. We'll see. It's interesting. We got an update. Got a little bit of an update to, to kind of uh, nibble on a little bit and see exactly. We'll see if the decision does come down. We'll see if uh, Carter's prognostication ends up being correct, where it ends up being the Lakers. And Real is recognizing Real, two of the best NBA insiders. This is big news, by the way. Adrian Wojnarowski and Chris Haynes have followed uh, Chris Carter now on Twitter. So well, there you go. So much for his football career. Now he's a big NBA insider. Well, it sport. is when it comes to Kawhi Leonard. But that once Kawhi decides if it ends up being the Laker, uh, if he ends up signing a you know that four year deal with Los Angeles, then I mean, aside from Leonard, I don't think Carter's connected to any other NBA player. I don't know. Who knows? Think so. Maybe the springboard's a new career where he becomes uh, that big next NBA insider. <laughs> Maybe he does. Uh, John Fast is with us with an update. What's going on, Johnny? All right, guys. This report sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. Pants and shirts made with durable fabrics, moisture management, and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Outdoor, clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. Try them on today. Perhaps Joe Metton lit a fire under his guys yesterday as the Cubs, who had lost four in a row in seven of nine, knocked off the Pirates 11-3. The Cubs skipper was less than pleased with how often he felt Pittsburgh pitchers were going up and in on his guys, and he was ejected, then held back by home plate umpire Joe West as he tried to make his way towards the Pirates' dugout. I have no issues with pitching inside. I'm an advocate, but when you get that many pitches, not just that tonight, but it's been that way um, somewhat during the entire series, they have a, they have their pitching philosophy, uh, which, I again, I appreciate inside. I don't appreciate up and in. 
after Javi Baez was nearly hit twice in the fourth inning. Madden had his outburst to let everyone know how he felt. The Cubs responded five runs in the fifth and two more in the sixth. Clint Hurdle, though, defended his guy, saying Jordan Lyles wasn't trying to hit anybody. I think he didn't want to give up any more homers. I don't know. But intent's not to hit anybody. His intent's not to hit anybody. He's hit one batter all year. And nobody wants, nobody likes the ball up and in, so I can understand there's some angst involved. There's always going to be some angst involved. Now, so things testy between the Pirates and the Cubs. Elsewhere in the NL, the Dodgers won their ninth straight home game. 5-1 over the Padres. Cody Bellinger, home run number 30. Max Muncy, number 21. The Braves smacked five home runs. They overcame an early 4-0 hole to beat the Phillies 12-6. Luis Castillo struck out nine, lost his bid for a no-hitter with one out in the seventh. Reds beat the Brewers 1-0, and the Nationals won for the eighth time in nine games. They beat the Marlins 5-2. Interleague Cardinals topped the Mariners 5-4. One day after hitting a tie-breaking three-run homer in the ninth, rookie Tommy Edmond did it again. This time a go-ahead two-run single in the seventh. In the American League, Marcus Semien homered twice, including an eighth-inning grand slam. He led the A's past the Twins 7-2. Indians dropped the Royals 8-4. Red Sox edged the Blue Jays 8-7. Matthew Boyd increased his potential trade value. He struck out 13 over 5 and a third as the Tigers quieted the White Sox 11-5. Rangers avoided a sweep with a 9-3 win over the Angels. Lance Lynn, win number 11, seven innings to two-run ball. And the Yankees won for the 15th time in 17 games as they beat the Rays 8-4 in 10. The Nuggets will reportedly shut down Michael Porter Jr. for the entire summer league after he suffered a sprained knee on Wednesday in a scrimmage. And third-round action today at Wibbledon, Novak Djokovic, Kevin Anderson, Caroline Wozniacki, and Coco Goff among those in action. All right, John, appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. 855-212-4227, your number to call. So we'll see if Chris Carter is exactly right. That decision does come down. Um, and we'll see if it ends up being the Lakers. Be nice if you get it today. I agree with you. Not I, to sit and have your whole weekend get taken over by. Well, I, I agree, and have a little bit of resolution here, and then you can move on to Boogie Cousins. When do you think the, the cutoff is, by the way, today? Like, when, like, do you I see him after I, 8 p.m. announcing it? No, no, no. I think you'll know before 5 o'clock this afternoon. All right. Don't you? I hope you're right. I mean, if you had a venture guess, though, Zach, don't you think you'll, you'll know? I mean, I, hey, I think you'll probably get some kind I think it'll be very similar to what happened with Durant. News came down that what about three o'clock last Sunday that he was going to announce his decision at six o'clock when free agency got going. Then right around five fifteen Eastern time on Sunday, word got linked that he was going to the Brooklyn Nets. Then it became official at six. I think you'll have a similar thing. Here's the one, the interesting thing about Leonard though, where it kind of rubs you a little bit the wrong way. If this is true, then how could the report be accurate the other day? that his camp was bothered by the leaks from the Lakers? It's a good question. Maybe that was something they didn't want everything leaked out, but still at the end of the day, he thought it was the best decision. No, no, and, and I get it, and that's fine, but if you're going to say, I don't want any leaks. But what's true and what's not true? Well, that, that that's well. I, I mean, I'm going on the idea that everything's been pretty quiet here. I mean, and, and everyone around this situation, Zach, has pretty much said that his camp wants everything quiet. That they mm-hmm. don't want leaks getting out there. So if I'm if I'm part of that Leonard camp and I'm his uncle of influence, right? And and I'm Kawhi Leonard and you know I'm part of that inner circle, and I've let it be known to the Raptors, Lakers, and Clippers, and I was bothered by stuff getting leaked out of the Lakers organization, then how exactly does this get leaked out 
this Friday morning to Chris Carter to where then he opts on Fox Sports 1 and says this is really at the top of his decision-making process. And Carter, he didn't say this is where Kawhi is signing. He said, to me, if you factor into winning championships, taking care of the player, the Lakers, he believes, are the organization that suits those two needs him to him greater than the other two. Maybe he's taking an educated guess with the information he knows. Maybe he is, but then why does the information get leaked? If they're bothered by leaks by the Lakers, why did why did then they're going to allow they're going to leak information to Chris Carter for him to throw out there on Fox Sports One on a Friday morning? I don't know if I'm necessarily buying that. Maybe there is two exceptions to the whole leaking rule, and it's Magic Johnson and Chris Carter. Maybe those are the only two exceptions. Maybe you're right because Wojnarowski doesn't have really much on it. He does not. Chris Haynes doesn't have much on it. He does not. Um, Shams, you know, Mark Stein, these guys are well respected. They don't have much on it. No, they really yet. don't. They really don't. I mean, it, you know, it, it if you if you believe everything that's been out there, there hasn't been a lot. But the one thing you have gotten consistently is that the Lakers have been in the lead. Now, I don't know what to take for truth or sarcasm. I mean, the only thing you got the other day, Jalen Rose said 99% yeah. that, that he's going back to the Raptors on a two-year deal. Yeah, I don't know what to take for truth or sarcasm on Twitter. Um, and you never know what's fake or what's not. But this is from Chris Carter's account. Um, he said, my wife is yelling at Uncle Dennis, get this over with, but she loves Kawhi. So maybe that connection with Uncle Dennis and Chris Carter is a lot closer than we think. Oh, gotcha. That's what was just tweeted. He just tweeted that out. No, he tweeted it was 15 hours ago. Oh, okay. That was something he tweeted, though. Okay. Let's head out to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. It's Boomer at CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Boomer? Hi, guys. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. How are you? Good. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with baseball. Baseball's still there. It's You guys don't want to talk about it, though. I mean, it seems like you would rather speculate for months on where Kawhi Leonard's going to sign than – comment on any baseball stories for example, well boomer let me ask you this real quickly let me just jump in real quickly if you're hosting this show what's the exciting thing what's the two exciting things right now in baseball that we should be talking about well for instance two weeks ago in a pirates atlanta game pirates pitcher joe musgrove was ejected and he did absolutely nothing wrong nothing wrong and it didn't get mentioned on any of the three shows you know, UDA or Rome. And it's like, if you are if you don't watch, if you don't pay attention, then there's going to be nothing to talk about. Well, that's not, listen, Boomer, I know, I, I know what you're right. Listen, we, we talk about baseball, but baseball doesn't generate the reaction. Listen, I, I do shows in New York. Zach does shows in New York. Zach does shows down in Philadelphia. We're both huge baseball fans. We both grew up around the game. Oh, I I I I work. Uh, you know, I do television for the Mets Network locally in New York. I'll be on TV tonight, uh, post Mets and 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 Phillies. So I I mean, like you do a lot where you look at. You know, we talk baseball all the time. The problem is the local baseball fan cares, right? I mean, but if I come on the airwaves, Zach does his show, and and, and we're you know, I talk about Glaber Torres finally being an All Star. The guy in Kansas City doesn't care. The gal in California doesn't care. You know, you have more you have more passionate fans in the NBA and NFL that care about all aspects of those two respective sports as compared to Major League Baseball. That's just a fact. It just is what it is. You know, I, I've done a lot of baseball on this network. I've talked a lot about baseball on this network. It does not generate the interest uh, uh, compared to. 
Twitter reaction, social media reaction, phone calls as when you talk about the other sports. It just doesn't. Yeah, I understand that, but you know, it's it's like the Musgrove incident was very interesting and curious. And you know, if no one sees it, no one's going to talk about it, and it seems like no one cares to look. No, I mean, Boomer, I don't, I don't think you you know you're given us for what we do enough justice. I, I mean, also we care about a, it. We uh, look, we watch, we see it. it uh, our jobs is to to put together a show that uh, on a national level that is going to be. That that's going to be interesting to all sports fans. I think it's just more people care about football and, and the NBA. That that's what the simple point is. You have an off the field problem in the NFL. You could do four hours on this network if you want to just taking calls. You have an off the field problem in the MLB. Most of the times it's oh, it's mentioned in the update. It, yeah. it's just it, the reaction just isn't there anymore. No, it's not. If you're on hold, hang in there. Ramon, Sam, others. 855-212-4227. We'll get back to your calls. We'll see if there's any more information surrounding Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Stephen Jackson will join Zach and myself a little later on the program as well. We got the three coming your way at the top of the hour. It's a Friday morning. Hopefully everyone had themselves a happy and healthy 4th of July. We're wrapping up the work week right here. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Coast to coast, pillar to post, it's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It is uh, Taz and the Moose, Zach Gelb in for Taz here on this Friday morning. That's your number to call, 855-212-4227. Remember to download that podcast each and every day, radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Sirius and XM 206, the app as well. All of our great affiliates across the country. Zach, let's head out to Indianapolis, Indiana. It's uh, it's Raymond. It's CBS Sports Radio. Is it Ramon or Raymond? Ramon. There you go. Ramon, what's going on, buddy? Hello? Ramon. Hey, how you doing, big guy? Good morning. How are you, buddy? All right. I agree 100% with you. Old baseball player, played college ball. I remember back in the 70s with Charles Finley and the owner of the White Sox. They had fan giveaways, and they made the experience an entertainment issue. People, people, uh, it brought families, and uh, now it's like it's just too corporate, you know, not to, not you know, ESPN and other people, but they just got it too corporate, and, and they're afraid to let the guys open up for fear of vulnerability or something like that. And I like to get your comment. I tried to watch that golf tournament Sunday. And I'm a lifelong golfer. Don't play much now because of certain issues. But it was horrible to watch. There's no personality. There's no one that excited me. And it, it was terrible. Huh? They seem like they don't have the same problems with baseball. What do you think? You know what's scary, though, Moose? And I've done this topic before. When, Thanks a lot for the call, buddy. When you talk about baseball to golf, I could recognize a lot. And I only watch four to seven golf events a year. I yeah. could recognize a lot more golfers than I can baseball players. In terms no, of really? in terms of endorsements, oh, in terms of endorsements, and like who endorses what products, you know, a little person. And I only watch seven golf events at most a year. And I was surprised when we did this topic. I did it about a year ago. A lot of people agreed to. We did it on the overnight. A lot of people agreed. So the topic was you can recognize who's more recognizable: golfers or baseball players? Yeah. Well, uh, on the whole, I mean, Degrom, Verlander, those guys are. You could you could find. I mean, you could find. I, I would think 
50 baseball players that are more recognized. You take me the the 51st golfer in the world, but, more but also, recognizable than a top 50 baseball player? But also look at this. You see baseball 162 games. It's available almost every day for you. Correct. Golf, even during some of the big tournaments, there's times on a Thursday where you have to wait until you get to see the golfer because the TV coverage just isn't there when they, when they tee off. Look how many golfers you can name. And I don't know if you're a big golf fan or not, but no, the I, casual I, I, golf fan can name so many golfers. No, the casual golf fan, well, right. I, Kepka, I get it. Molinari. No, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. But it's also, I mean, Fowler. you're talking about just naming the names or facially, facially recognizable. I mean, you're talking about walking down the street. All right, yeah, let's do Main down street, the street, USA. Mm-hmm. Main Street, USA. I'm going to take... You have no, you're not watching a tournament. It's not a matter of naming a guy, right? I'm, I'm talking about Main Street USA walking down the street. You think the the 51st ranked golfer in the world is more recognizable than the 51st, uh, the you know top you know top 51 baseball player in the world? I have to look up who the 51st golfer in the world is there. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or top 30. I mean, don't even Probably. go to 50. Top 30. Uh, top 30. You think I take a guy? You think Francisco Molinari. Let's go Ricky Fowler. Let's say well, he's walking Ricky down Fowler. New York City with his pants. But Ricky Fowler's a top 10 golfer in the world, mm-hmm. right? Is he not? Top 12? I mean, Fowler's been there. He's been a guy that's been consistently in the majors. Never won a major, though. Never won a major, but he's also been there on the back nine repeatedly. I mean, how many top five finishes he's had in the last 16 majors, top five finishes, just off the top of my head. I'm going to tell you he's finished in the top five six times in the last 16 majors, maybe even seven. I mean, he's been there. U.S. Opens, he's fallen short, but he's been close in these tournaments. All right, so we'll go with that. We'll go with Fowler, right? I'm going to take Ricky Fowler, and I'll say take – give me a baseball player. Josh Bell? No, 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 no. Josh Bell, this is the first – I mean, he's an all-star okay. this year. I'll tell you what matter, Bruce. I looked up the uh, results of – they have rankings online of the top players in the world. The 51st-ranked golfer in the world is a guy named Kiradek Afarana. Right, no one's known who he is. Island. No one's known who he is. No, that's no The 51st-ranked baseball player in the world is Josh Hader, who I think everyone – Which knows. everyone know of him because of the issue on social okay, media. Okay, well, correct. 52 then, Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Craig Kimbrell. If Edwin, if Edwin Diaz is walking down... 54, Robinson Cano. If, if Edwin Diaz is walking down the streets of, let's say, Boston. Not New York, because that wouldn't be fair. No, Boston. No, if you do it, if you're going to... Is anyone recognizing Edwin Diaz? Probably not. Right? Probably not. Not to that, no. I, I was just surprised, because when we did this topic... Uh, there might be somebody that when, recognizes when Edwin Diaz. When we did this topic, I had the same reaction at first. I said... It's easily going to be baseball. People yeah. watch baseball more, and I was I was impressed. How many people said it was a lot? They would recognize more golfers than baseball players. Yeah, you know what? I I still have a hard time envisioning that. I mean, baseball has dropped off to that level, and and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Who I'm markets wrong. their stars better though? Oh, golfers. golf. I'm okay. not, yeah, I agree with you there. I I think I'm not going to defend baseball. I think baseball does a terrible job marketing their young players. I, I and and I think it is flush with young talent this year. When you look at Guerrero Jr., when you look at Tatis Jr. out there in 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 San Diego, when you look at Glaber Torres and Gary Sanchez with the Yankees, when you look at a guy like Pete Alonso with the Mets, I mean, I don't I don't think they market their young talent enough. I, I don't. I think they do a terrible job of it. And think, Alonso has a personality, by the way. Hey, he's got a great personality and in he he acts like a veteran, talks like a veteran player, Zach. I think he's a guy that that's going to be a cornerstone piece for that Met franchise, but they don't market them. They don't do that. No, I mean, don't. you had to play. 
I brought this up. You had a play two weeks ago by Tatis Jr. for San Diego when they were taking on the Pirates. You see this play? So there was basically – he was sitting on third base. There was a short pop fly. Oh, so yeah, I would yeah. say the – just, uh, I would say, four strides into the outfield grass where he tagged up tagged from up, third. Yeah. And he was originally called out on replay. He was safe. Got his hand in there before the tag. It was a ridiculous athletic feat. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. What, what, ridiculous, right? It got zero to no burn. It should have, I mean, if you take a similar play in the National Football League NBA, I mean, you basically, you couldn't step out your door without seeing it. In Major League Baseball, it got little to no burn. And it was probably, within the last five years, one of the most ridiculous things I've seen on a baseball field in the last five years, it was off the charts. The speed that he showed to be able to tag up from third, from where the second baseman was, I think it was the second baseman for a shortstop that caught the fly ball, that caught the short pop fly. I mean, to, you would have little to no chance of scoring, and he did. Uh, you know what? I hate to say it, and I saw the play via Twitter, and it was unbelievable. And all my buddies, we were sitting around and watching, we're like, wow, like watching probably 15, 20 times. It becomes a small blip, though, when you have 162 games. That's fair. And and I know people don't say, well, the NBA is 82 regular season games. Sure. Um, and a lot of it doesn't mean much. And, you know, if you look at some of these small plays, but look at the NFL. That's what makes the NFL, to me, the best. You have 16 regular season games, yeah. and every game means something. Man. So do you reduce maybe the, the baseball schedule or the, the NBA schedule? Too many games. Yeah, you know what? It's fair when you look at the amount of games that's out there. I don't think they're going to reduce it, though, Zach. Money. Money. Right, exactly. Reed, out in Kansas City, is up next. Uh, good morning, Reed. Welcome aboard, bud. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Hey, I, I used to uh, watch baseball with a lot of enthusiasm, but now it's kind of like someone cooking you dinner and they're telling you it's steak, and they bring it to you and it's boiled. And they try to, try to keep, <laughs> telling Fass you, is, uh... keep telling you, yeah, but it's steak. So you go ahead and eat it because you, you're hungry and you're hoping that the, you get a good bite out of it. Right. It, it. It's too long in between excitement in the game. Uh, when we were young, guys, you had guys that were base stealing, the Ricky Henderson, the Vince Coleman, the Davey Lopes, and we're talking 60, 70 stolen bases. Now guys get 15 to 20, and they consider an elite base stealer, and that's nothing. You had glove work with Cal Ricken and, and Ozzie Smith. And all that, you very rarely see any good infield glover where it looks like it's going to be a hit, but this guy got this great range and gets it and turns a double play. It's all about home runs, strikeouts, and, and boredom. It's not captivating. It doesn't make you want to watch it. You sit there at the one or two innings, and you turn the channel. It's just, it's just nothing there, man. It takes too long to get to get held. Nothing in the game holds me there. And I'm a Cubs fan, and they're winning, and I can't watch a full Cubs game. Yeah, I mean, Reed, you're, you're, uh, a lot of what you say, there's a lot of truth to it. I mean, being locked in for the entire game, sitting there for a three-hour and 40-minute baseball game. Um, you know what's also big? Fantasy sports. Because in the yeah. NFL, everyone's doing fantasy. I'm doing baseball right now for fantasy. God bless. I gave up on it's, that four years right? ago. It, I gave up on it a while ago, and then I, I got back season. in it this year. It's You have to do this every day, the every commitment. Day. Yeah, it's too long. And, and that's what it is. It's, you know, for football, even if your team stinks, you could find a way. You know it's one, two, three days a week. You know, the big day is Sunday. For baseball, if your team stinks, you have to then buy a package or, you know, to, to go out of market or oh, you the turn national your roster game. Over. Yeah, that's a full-time job. Fantasy baseball is a full-time job. Yeah. Fantasy football is you're looking at a, a two-and-a-half-day-a-week job because it's really, you know, Thursday 
Sundays, Monday nights, and then waiver wire, you know, Tuesday nights and midnight to make sure your wa- waiver wire and where you're sitting there and are you using that properly or if you're going through the bidding process, how much money you want to allocate it to. So it's different. Major League Baseball, I just – I, I didn't have the desire. Mm-hmm. And I and I That's just didn't have the, the desire ass. to do that on a day-in, yeah. day-out basis. I give credit to the guys that do, and their guys are great at it. And they make a lot of money, and they do a lot of different things, and play in the daily fantasy. That's one thing. If you're doing daily, year-long fantasy baseball, that is a bear of a season. But like, if you're an Orioles fan right now, there's no reason to watch the rest of the baseball season. No, if you're, you... if let's say you're a Baltimore Ravens fan and the team stinks, at least you have that fantasy component that everyone draws into. Well, right, which is big. But it, it is big. But fantasy baseball, we had. I mean, we just had a gentleman call from Kansas City saying the the games are way too long, drags on. Fantasy baseball. It's so long. Yeah, it is. I mean, just as long as we're talking about the regular. I just traded com- for Anthony Rendon, by the oh, way. I was very happy. You. The commitment that you need to have for fantasy baseball is completely different than fantasy football. I gave a future fifth uh, traded away pick for Rendon. I don't even know if I'm going to do the league next year. So. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> are you winning? Yeah, I'm doing well. What place are you in? I'm second place. I'm oh, eight and four, go. nine and four, something like that. How many placings cash? Uh, I think it's top three. There you uh, go. 15, 12 teams, something like that. The three comes your way next. Zach in the house. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.